0: glad to see the Warriors in the thick of things. Uh, in my late 40s, I can remember the Clifford Ray, Al Adel coach Rick Barry-led Warriors. It was a place I never liked my Blazers or Sonics to go to. Uh, their head coach, Mark Jackson, is a friend of the show and is just absolutely terrific. And of course, they now have an executive in Jerry West, who I grew up watching and admiring. And you know, Jerry, it's, it's sometimes sometimes people forget that certain towns are great towns because they go through long stretches of, you know, struggles. I I think you knew because you grew up with great warrior teams. I kind of feel like Golden State, San Francisco, the Bay Area, Jerry, has been dormant for 30 years, but it's still a great town.
1: Well, uh, uh, it really is a unique kind of city, Um, you know, completely different Los Angeles, obviously a little bit more, uh, cosmopolitan, if you might. Uh, you know, I, obviously, I love LA, but completely different kind of city. But <clears throat> I think the thing that uh, has not ever surprised me is how supportive the people are up there the respective sports teams. You look at the Giants, they look at the Forty Niners, and uh, I think we've had like twenty some straight sellouts yep. with a team uh, that has been surprising. I think even for the people involved, and uh, obviously we have. Uh, We've got a way to go to, uh, uh, you know, to make the playoffs. But uh, you know, we're positioned well, and if we can c- continue to play well, we'll make the playoffs. I think first time in about fifteen years yep. or something
0: like that. Yeah, now a six i could not be happier for you. By the way. You know, we had a story today about Ed Rush PAC-12 officiating and, and, you know, putting almost a bounty on Sean Miller. And I've always tried to defend the NBA in officiating because I think it's an incredibly difficult game to officiate. There has always been this stigma hovering over the league about officiating. Jerry, why? Why won't the rumors and the thoughts go away?
1: Well, you know, I I think anyone who's a very biased fan certainly... uh, Certainly, is going to feel like that. Uh, you know, some of the teams have been around long, some of the teams that have the big stars, they're always going to be favored. But, you know, that's not the case. Uh, just like life, um, officials go through the same struggles that we do in terms of making the right decision and also a quick decision. And sometimes they don't always get it right. But they're, uh, the league has done a wonderful job in monitoring the officials. I mean, they go through extensive training. And I think the only thing that, that I see is we have a younger group of officials who are growing into their job. Yep, yep. Uh, and uh, you have to give them some chance to grow, too. But uh, there are a lot of things that go on behind the scenes that the NBA has implemented to help them become better officials and give them an opportunity to become the official that they think they can be.
0: Jerry, I saw this the other day, and I I was taken back by Pat Riley's reaction to Danny Ainge, a press release with a vulgarity in it. I don't know what Pat has to be bothered by. He's got a perfect life right now. What do you make of Riley uh, kind of backhanding Danny Ainge? What did you make of that?
1: Well, you know, as I say, I know Pat really well. He's uh, unbelievably competitive. He's always going to be protective (laughs) of regardless of what team. I, I just it's funny you would ask that question i was thinking this morning maybe they should put them in a boxing ring and see who comes out on top <laughs> but, but i don't i really don't think it's appropriate to talk about other uh, you know other teams players and and because players are always you know at, at the uh, forefront of everything that happens in this league and I, I don't think it's appropriate to comment on other teams players unless it's complimentary because i think everyone who works in this league realizes how fragile it is and, uh, you know, one injury, uh, one ugly incident, uh, you saw one happen the other day in the NCAA tournament, can destroy a team's chances. And, uh, you know, if you just continue to talk about officials and put them on the spot, uh, it does. Everyone thinks they're going to gain an advantage by getting a technical foul or whatever. You don't. In many cases, those technical fouls cause you to lose a game, particularly in professional basketball.
0: Jerry West joining us executive now with the Warriors they are going to make the playoffs um Forget.
1: well you're yeah, well, I, not yet
0: by the way and you may have to face Denver which is you better get some more lights for your scoreboard because that's one twenty one eighteen. 18 you were um you were complimentary of the Miami Heat streak and i love that you've always had sort of a macro vision of the league you don't always see that in football and baseball where people understand the value of the league not their own team i thought it was very classy of you what was the feedback from your los angeles laker cohorts and friends when you were kind of saying this heat streak's great for sports
1: well frankly i didn't get any uh, feedback you know it's so much more easy for players of today's era to I guess, communicate through social media. I'm not very good at those things at all. As a matter of fact, I'm terrible. Um, but I just, I always, to me, I try to look at the bigger picture and, and realize how fortunate I was to be able to live my dreams. And I think it is great for this sport. It, it, it calls more attention to the sport. It creates greater ratings. The greater ratings, the more we're going to grow as a sport. And also, I think it po- points out the importance of teams, even though they have... The best player in the game today, and, and uh, a player that is one of those people who doesn't come around very often. We see a few. We've I've seen a few of them in my lifetime, and uh, you know his his growth as a player, his growth as a person has been phenomenal to watch. And obviously, Pat is someone who you know we were best of friends when we played. He coached the Lakers to won five championships um and uh and was my best friend and he he was part of that thirty three game streak and I know that uh I know that uh he's very proud of what he's accomplished down there as he should be. And um, I was happy for him uh, and also happy for the fact that that if they would have done it, I think it would have been great for basketball. But that's this, that's going to be a record. It's going to be tough, tough to
0: catch for anyone. Jerry, I only got 30 seconds left. And this is just an awful question for a sports guy to ask Jerry West. But Wilt and Shaq, Shaq's jersey's retired tonight. You're, you're, got a, you're on the playground, Jerry West. Wilt Shaq, one's to the left, one's to the right. Who's your starting
1: center? I'm I'm not going to. I'm going to be politically correct, okay? Completely. Two incredibly gifted players. You could also throw another guy out there by the name of Abdul Jabbar, too, if you'd like. And they all played for the Lakers, which is pretty, pretty unique and and special. But uh, it would be, you know, depending upon what a coach wanted. They they were completely different players. You know, Shaquille O'Neal combined strength and power. Wilt combined all of them. Uh, Wilt was a better shot blocker, probably a better total rebounder, uh, total rebounder because there's more rebounds, more shots taken, and today there's not that as many rebounds, so someone averages. 13, 14 rebounds. uh, I think you, some way, statistically, you could equate it to what the modern day players are, but coaches have a lot of control over the game, depending on what a coach wants. But any any of those three would be, I'd I'd be willing to accept any of them, (laughs) (laughs) particularly with the
0: Warriors. (laughs) Jerry, good talking to you again.
1: Great talking to you, Kyle.
0: All right.